911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about living in virtual reality. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. If I sound like I'm a little stuffy, that's because I have actually been sick for the past couple of days. And I blame it all on my adorable six-year-old nephew. And I don't have kids, but I can see this transition in him, especially now that the schools had opened back up. This was before the schools closed for the summer. But I can see him blossoming and just turning into this young man who's a little bit more assertive and outgoing. And I was over at my dad's house and my little nephew was there. We have somebody that goes to my dad's to watch my nephew. And I was just hanging out with him. His name is Ripley. And he grabs my arm and he gives me the sweetest little kisses on my forearm. And he was just being so sweet. And all I wanted to do was just cuddle him for hours and hours. And that's what I did. And I'm sharing this because I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that that sweet, adorable little thing got me sick. So (laughs) it's just the price you pay, I guess, for being around the people that you love and you care about. And this morning, as I sit here upstairs in the studio, I bought one of those picture frames that has water and sand inside of it and you turn it upside down and you watch the sand fall in these different patterns and it's something that is really calming. It's very therapeutic to have things like this and when I'm deep in thought, just as I was before I hopped on here, I think it's it's nice to have something like that to be able to look at and to kind of get out of our, our conscious mind for a moment and to tap into something a little bit more powerful. So I'm sharing that with you because there are a lot of nostalgic things that I don't really see. To, I see modern things that are similar to this, but the nostalgic things that come to mind are like the oil and the water, like the little glass devices that you would flip upside down and you would see all the little bubbles pulling up. Um, my mom used to love stuff like that and she collected them and it's just cool to have little, little things like little treasures like that, that we can enjoy. So I'm sitting here watching this blue, white, and black sand fall down into these weird geometric patterns. And I'm reflecting on a lot of things that I have been able to learn and kind of delve into, especially this week while I haven't felt like being super active. I haven't been able to work out except for one day this week. And I've, I've really been studying a lot of Dr. Joe Dispenza's work lately. And if you're not familiar with him, he is a genius and he is all about being able to tap into the powers of the mind and how we're able to control, um, not only our future, but also what he's doing is he's creating a brand new law that he has so much scientific proof behind on being able to to heal yourself by the power of the mind. And I know that might sound out there in voodoo, but if you were to do your own research, then it's not really something that I need to defend and explain. It is just something that is incredibly, it seems unworldly, some of the things that he's been able to do with the clients that he's worked with and people attending his seminars. And it requires probably the highest level of effort that I have ever seen somebody exert Because what he does is he takes patients through this process and it's a meditative process. And essentially what we're doing in the process like this is we're getting outside of our ego. We're putting our 
our conscious mind to the side and we're allowing ourselves to tap into the subconscious mind where all of the, the genuine power exists. And he's been able to map and to link the way that our mind is connected to our biology and on a molecular level, how we are literally able to remap and recode our genes just by using our thoughts. And that sounds very simple on the surface, but we're talking patients that are sitting for hours at a time every single day consistently, some of them upwards of a year, some of them over a year doing this kind of mental work. And by being able to reprogram and recircuit and to heal themselves, he's also been able to find ways that patients are also able to live a more elevated life and to be able to live the life that they've always wanted to live. And I do talk about the law of attraction a great deal on this show, and that's because I'm a big proponent of it. And I know that there there is no... No concrete scientific evidence that supports the law of attraction. And for for a lot of the scientific community, they think of the law of attraction as a pseudoscience. But I think that by the more and more I delve into Dr. Joe Dispenza's work and what he's doing, and I mean, he has brain studies that are these live studies of patients while they are interacting with his program. And you can see the changes that are taking place. And there are patients that go to his live seminars who miraculously like like a snake whisperer right they they can walk when they haven't walked in years and i think that it is something just super super interesting to say the very least and because i'm such a big proponent about the abilities that we do have with our minds i think it's important for us to be able to expand our reality in a way to where we understand that we can actually live in a virtual reality and a lot of what dr joe dispenza teaches in in his teachings actually bought one of his courses is being able to live in that particular way, that particular moment, as though it already exists. And our bodies do not know the difference. That's one of the beautiful things about having the human mind that we have is our bodies do not understand the difference between us going to Disneyland, which is a horrifying experience for somebody like me, who absolutely hates Disneyland, but let's pretend it was pleasant. Somebody going to Disneyland in the physical form, right? You drive there, you pay like the $50 for parking. It's like that here in Southern California, at least. And, you know, you you park and then you walk all the way to get into the park and you wait for hours in line just so that you can end up paying $50 again for a bottle of water and a churro. And like that's that, that's what you're living in when you experience going to Disneyland in, in the real world, in the physical form. But our bodies don't know the difference between the act of that and imagine for a second that you decided that for an entire hour, you were going to spend an hour in your mind at Disneyland. And so you allow your thoughts to drift you to a place to where you you do get in that car and you do drive to Disneyland. Maybe for you, hop on a plane and you see yourself handing over that that credit card to the, the parking lot attendant and you see yourself pulling into the parking lot. And as you're in the parking lot, you are putting on some sunscreen. Maybe you're putting sunscreen on your, your kids and you make sure that the car is locked. Maybe you grab hands with your spouse and you walk into the, the front of the park and you wait in line and you can hear the dinging of the ticket being scanned as you make your way in and you pull out the map and you can hear the paper and it's uncrumbling as you, you fully open the map and you're looking to see where you want to go first and maybe your family is trying to argue about what 
what everybody should see at once. And you finally make your way over to the log ride and you can smell the chlorine in the water. And the chlorine just reminds you of, of memories that you had when you were a kid and maybe the first time that you ever got to ride a ride like this. And you see the excitement of all the kids around and how happy they are to get to go and have this experience. And you're on the log ride and you feel yourself plummeting down that first big dip and you thought it might be the big one, but it wasn't. And it's just so exciting. And then you, you get off of that log ride. Everybody is wet and you go to the screens and you look and you try to find what picture is the one that belongs to you. And you see your family and you're laughing at the expressions on everybody's faces and everybody gets hungry. So you sit down and you notice Mickey Mouse come over and you get to take pictures with Mickey Mouse. And so as I'm very deliberately elaborate, elaborating on this story, because I'm sure that I was able, at least for a moment, to be able to take you to that place of experiencing Disneyland. But imagine if you did that and you allowed yourself an entire hour of being in that moment. Your body does not understand the difference between what I just explained to you, for a second, you you were kind of clocked out and probably engaged in what I was saying, the story I was telling you about going to Disneyland and riding on the log ride, and the actual experience of physically driving to Disneyland and having that. So what power then could exist if you allowed yourself to live in the moment of whatever it was that you chose your destiny to be? And this could be you decided that you no longer wanted to live in this body as as it is in this current state. You wanted to have it be something that you now consider as a vessel, something that you wanted to take better care of. So then I would ask what would happen if for that an entire hour, instead of you pretending that you were at Disneyland, you walked yourself through the entire process of what that would actually be like to live in that body, that vessel that you truly desire, the one that you do take care of, and you allow your, your body to experience what that's like before the experience has actually taken place. And I'm wondering then if you were to continue this process and you were to do this on a consistent basis, what what do you think would happen to the actions that you would take throughout your day? Because what this science is showing, what Dr. Joe Dispenza is proving is that the actions that are going to take place are going to take place in a way that your body already believes that you've achieved that vessel state. Your body already believes that you should be picking up a carrot instead of picking up a Snickers bar. Your body already understands that in order to maintain this physique, in order to maintain this health, you need to be drinking water on a more consistent basis. Your body will then understand that you need to get more sleep. Your body will naturally be able to understand the things that it needs to do in order to be adaptive for what you just put it through in that mental state. And this is not easy. This is not this is not something that just comes with a one and done and then magically it appears. I do believe that the law of attraction is a real. I don't believe it is a pseudoscience. I believe that what Dr. Joe Dispenza is proving is the scientific evidence behind why we do have the ability to allow ourselves to really play the game of life and to manipulate our mind in a way to where we can get those things that we want. And we need to reverse engineer the process by allowing ourselves to live in that state before we're actually in that state so that we will better be able to operate as though we're already in that state. And eventually we'll get there. Eventually we will have that thing that it is that we desire. And for people, it could be health. For people, it could be a new job, maybe a new spouse, maybe living in a completely different area. And I think that it is such a powerful tool. I can't, I can't express in further detail enough how important I believe that our mindset is and 
how untapped our potential is to what we're able to accomplish as long as we put forth the mental effort. We don't do a lot of mental pull-ups. And the more mental pull-ups that we're able to do, the more neural connections we're able to make. And neuroplasticity is something that is essentially endless. So we can have endless amounts of these things. And I've seen it work within my own life. I do believe that is why I am so passionate about this. And if you've gotten any value out of today's episode, please do me a favor, drop a review and subscribe down below and know that I am sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.